Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one Get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. It's Sunday, September 25th yesterday's most important broadcast. Now it's September 26th. Tomorrow will be September 27th. Wars, the most banned network. gentlemen of Australia. My name is Ricardo Bosi and I am the national leader of Australia One. In the coming days, weeks and months, disturbing rumours concerning the governance of our country will begin to circulate. These rumours will appear to be so incredible, so unlikely and even so ludicrous that the only sensible response would appear to be to dismiss them out of hand. Some of these rumours will in time indeed prove to be false. Unfortunately, some will be true and be prima facie evidence of the despicable crimes of treason and sedition and some even morally worse by those at the highest levels of power in Australia. During this time, it is imperative you monitor closely the responses of those who comprise the polity, the judiciary, the bureaucracy, the military, the constabulary, the corporations, the media, academia, and religious organizations. The case can already be made that many of these people are already attainted of treason. But if any remain silent in the face of an obvious attack on Australian sovereignty, they will have signed their own death warrants. Remember them. From the Governor General and State Governors, through Parliament, through all the courts, including the High Court, through the public service, the defence force, the police forces, the boardrooms, the unions, the charities, the mainstream media, 
schools and universities, and finally, even the churches, synagogues, mosques, temples, and lodges. Remember their names and who they are. Remember what they said and what they did not say. Remember what they did and what they did not do. Why and how has it come to this? Simply put, for decades now, we have been deceived by those whom we trusted. Slowly, the truth has been revealed by the tireless efforts of a few, and this has been a most difficult task. Some of you will have heard it said, sometimes you can't tell people, you just have to show them. And to put that in the Australian vernacular, some people just need to piss on the electric fence for themselves. Thankfully, enough of us are now awake to the lies, and our numbers continue to grow. Faster every day. So what should we do? Firstly, be calm. Know that we can and will win this war. Secondly, be united. No matter how many they send against us, they cannot defeat 25 million Australians who stand together as one. And simply say, in a clear, strong and unconquerable voice, no consent, no consent, no consent. Thirdly, be brave. Some of us might be hurt and some of us might die. But if we truly seek liberty, we must win it for ourselves. Nothing worth winning is won cheaply. Fourthly, be good. We the people must win this war with non-violent, non-cooperation. Because the manner of our victory is of foundational importance to the future of Australia as a nation state. We must win this war with such moral authority that we are able to win the peace that follows. Finally, when all is done, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us as we kick off this live Sunday, September 26th, 2021 broadcast. We have several special guests joining us today, and the reason I'm focusing so much from Texas, across the United States, and throughout the world on Australia lately, is because... Australia is tomorrow's news today. Australia is next year's news today. And what the globalists are doing in Australia, what they're doing in the UK, what they're doing in Canada, what they're doing in the European Union is the designed plan for here in the globalist own words. So the hellish permanent lockdown for a, quote, carbon tax is what is being established. Now, John Bowne is one of our great researchers and reporters. He puts together a lot of really compelling, informative reports that are critical to the future of humanity. And he put one together over the weekend that we're going to play here in just a moment that that needs to be seen and needs to be shared. And then I've got some special guests I'm going to tell you about from Australia uh, who are joining us uh, as uh, 
it's the it's the break of dawn over there right now, coming up here in just a few minutes. But in 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 uh, his report, Bound lays out the fact that the globalists admit that's the big corporations, the big banks, that they are establishing and that they are setting up a corporate world government that through a chip under your skin in the future, but currently through a digital face scan, a, a digital hand scan, or an app on your phone, will tell you when you can leave your house, can tell you where you can go, can tell you what you can do. And MasterCard and, and all the other big credit card uh, manufacturers and, and controllers all just came out and said, we're going to limit what you can buy and how you can sell and and and, and basically cut your card off when you buy something that's not good for the environment, unless you pay a carbon tax to the United Nations and, and, and the private banks that are setting this up. I mean, this is feudalism 2.0. This is just absolute, total and complete tyranny. And the name of the report is Tyranny is Just the Beginning. This tyranny is just the beginning, and it lays it all out. We're going to be playing it. Here in a moment. But first, I just want this to sink into everybody the magnitude, and I say this all the time, but just the absolute sheer historical magnitude of where we are right now, and just let it sink in that a very predatory, authoritarian world government is taking over and gaslighting the public and is in the process of establishing a worldwide ID to carry out the orderly impoverishment, enslavement, and then extermination of the vast majority of the human population. And so we're going to witness something on the scale of human suffering and pain never before even seen or dreamt of on this planet. So that is coming up, and I just have all the other incredible side issues that feed into this, uh, like two federal boards, the top board said, do not do booster shots, do not give under-16s the injections. And uh, Pfizer just waved a wand and said, we're in charge, you're going to do it, and is out there bragging that that's the case. So that is coming up. This is quite the report. The tyranny is just the beginning. The tyranny that you're already witnessing is just the beginning. And then we're going to come back and get into all the latest news and information in our world that feeds back to the globalist program of destabilization and the shutdown of human society. So that is coming up here on the other side of this transmission. And then we have Ricardo Bossi that we just played a clip of in the first segment joining us. Here's the report. Joe Biden's rambling, misspoken speech at the United Nations was as transparent as it was a veiled message to the international order. And global health and and a global health threat council council toward global COVID response, the global COVID response, vaccinating the world, working with countries, technologies that reduce the rest, the risk. Similarly, we know the bitter string of terrorism. The bitter sting of terrorism is, is real. Heroic, 
horrific violence, climactic climate change. Ignoring his hand in the murder of 13 U.S. soldiers and an aid worker's family and the impending doom of replacement migration while betraying our oldest ally, France. Emmanuel Macron is officially fuming. He's, uh, you know, he's not attending this U.N. summit and we don't uh, really know what the state of affairs is, even though they're sort of set to have some talk with Biden uh, in the next few days. Biden's poorly coded message predicted more pandemics to control the population Will we work together to save lives, defeat COVID-19 everywhere, and take the necessary steps to prepare ourselves for the next pandemic, for there will be another one? And signaled that the global carbon tax system is imminent. Will we meet the threat of challenging climate, the challenging climate we're all feeling, already ravaging every part of our world with extreme weather? Or... Will we suffer the merciless march of ever-worsening droughts and floods, more intense fires and hurricanes, longer heat waves, and rising seas? Agenda 2030 tyranny on steroids. The recent report of the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change was a code red for humanity. We see the warning signs in every continent and region. Scorching temperatures, shocking biodiversity loss, polluted air, water, and natural spaces, and climate-related disasters at every turn. The climate change rhetoric will accelerate, piggybacking on the COVID lockdowns as climate change hysteria will saturate the remainder of the Biden administration occupation. The climate crisis is not our fight alone, it's a global fight. The president believes that uh, what's in the infrastructure package is an important down payment on addressing what he sees as a crisis in our climate. Climate change poses an existential mm-hmm. threat to our lives, to our economy, and the threat is here. It's not going to get any better. Not some people, Russia and China, for example, say, well, you know, history tells us that he can make all the promises he wants for 2030. There's a good chance the Republicans will be back in power by then and change everything. Well, let me tell you why that won't happen. Because the Major corporations of the world, including in the United States, are all moving in this direction. And no politician is going to turn them around once they've committed trillions of dollars to this endeavor. That's just not going to happen. The normalization of contact tracing via COVID-19 apps and the expansion of the IRS and its reach into everyone's bank account will ensure the implementation of a similar carbon credit tracking system. It will be known as a PCA a personal carbon allowance, as a proposal was presented in the science journal Nature by four environmental experts as a means of reducing global carbon emissions. Paul Joseph Watson wrote, everyone would be issued with a carbon allowance card that would entail all adults receiving an equal tradable carbon allowance that reduces over time in line with national carbon targets. The authors make it clear that the program would be a national mandatory policy. Also, the uproar at the border where Border Patrol has made a record one millionth stop is merely the beginning as the State Department announced that it will increase its allotment of immigrants from 62,500 in the fiscal year of 2021 to 125,000 in 2022, while NGOs across the United States funnel the invasion into cities in red states, including Florida, Texas, Missouri, and Georgia. Biden's approval will plummet, but that's all just part of the plan. 
We stand, in my view, at an inflection point in history. And I'm here today to share with you how the United States intends to work with partners and allies to answer these questions. I believe we, and particularly you, has an incredible window of opportunity to lead in shaping a new world order, new world order for the 21st for the century. 21st, John 21st, 21st. What was the most important point in Joe Biden's declaration of war against America on Thursday, September 9, 2021? Was it the announcement of forced inoculations of 80 to 100 million Americans? Was it the announcement of federalization of all the major cities, the bypassing of state governors, the threat to basically remove them? No, it wasn't. That was all bad enough. It's the fact that he's following a UN globalist great reset blueprint that Australia, the UK, Europe, and the rest of the Western world is, and that this is just the beginning. More lockdowns, national medical IDs approved by the United Nations, carbon taxes that don't just track and trace you and tax you, but actually tell you when you can go somewhere and what you can do. It's all been announced at the UN level. This is a UN world government takeover, corporate revolution through global governance. It's illegal, and Congress must stand up and stop it now. I don't like coming to you and saying this could be our last broadcast. Hell, I've been on there 27 years, and only the last year or so have I said that. But let me tell you, the new world order is breathing down our neck. The big globalist publications are coming after us, and they're doing everything they can to shut us down. So please pray to keep InfoWars on the air, and please support the local station you're listening to as well. At the same time, go to InfoWarsStore.com while you still can, and get a book, get a film, get a t-shirt, get some supplements, because it's that money that helps us stay on air in the face of this thing. I need your help more than ever now. I want to keep fighting the globalists, but I can't do it if you don't support us. So pray for us, word of mouth, tell folks about the broadcast however you can, and buy great products that will enrich you and your family's lives every day at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether it's high-quality coffee or supplements or books or films, all of it nurtures the soul, all of it empowers humanity, all of it is pro-human and pro You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. It's Sunday, September 26th. We're live broadcasting worldwide. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. Okay, thank you for joining us on this Sunday edition. Uh, this happens a lot these days before I go on air. I, I get so angry I can barely do the show. And that's not good because then I don't get to all the news and information. And it's not good because I'm hard to deal with for the crew. And I, and I apologize for that. Uh, but, you know, I do not apologize for being deeply upset with what's happening in the world today. We are living in such an incredibly dangerous and historic time. And we have naked corporate world government abolishing every aspect of what is a free society. And we have large groups of people standing up and saying no and not going along, but they are met with just such a wall of corporate oppression and such a sea of lemming-like individuals going along with it that I shudder to think 
the world we're going to live in, not just our children, because you're not going to have to wait. You know, Grandpa said, if the world keeps going like this, it's going to be tough for your children. Well, now it's the time of my children, the time of your children, and you don't have to wait anymore. It's here. And like putting a pot of water on the stove and turning the flame up on high, it's going to bubble at the bottom. It's going to start getting hot. It's going to come to a boil. We now are starting to come to a boil. So we're already in fabulous levels of oppression and tyranny and surveillance and control and giant Ponzi scheme banks just printing out quadrillions in fiat currency that they give to themselves to then buy up all the infrastructure. And when they can't buy up every single piece of property because some won't sell, they cut the world economy off with the global lockdown so that they have a pretext to go in and force you to sell and then to, then to dictate to your family and yourself through the new carbon apps that are going to be on all the phones they've announced and that all credit cards are connected to, to then artificially make you poor so that you can be their slave. I mean, this is just absolute, total, and complete bondage that we're going into. And I saw a individual that uh, has one of the independent nationalist populist parties, Ricardo Bossi, doing some good work over in Australia, speaking up against the level of uh, absolute oppression they're under that is the beta test for the rest of the world. So I thought our focus on Australia would be really informative if we got him on with us. So it's uh, sunrise where he's at, and he'll be joining us from the other side of the world coming up the start of the next uh, segment, AustraliaOneParty.com. And you can see his very important video that we've been really pushing and promoting, a war for the world at man.video. So I look forward to having him on with us. And then we have some other folks, a political prisoner and others joining us later in the next hour who've been locked up for peacefully protesting against the ongoing lockdown. So there's the video of your TV viewer, a war for the world. Let me do this right now. Let me just hit some headlines for you on the whole COVID tyranny takeover, just to give you an idea where we are currently at. Uh, Pfizer CEO says CDC decision to boost boosters against recommendations of top scientists panels, a very good idea. He said that on ABC News today. I'll read that to you again. You can see the video at Infowars.com. Pfizer's CEO says CDC's decision to push Boosters against recommendations of top scientific panels, a very good idea, a very good one, he said. Now, that's the CDC panel and the FDA panel that are scientists and virologists who were put there under statutory law to basically make sure there's oversight. That has been overridden. And Fauci says, and Pfizer says, around Halloween, they're going to announce down to two-year-olds are going to get the shot. Even though the FDA scientists quit that are over that, even though the CDC scientists have gone public, even though two FDA boards and a CDC board have come out and said, this vaccine isn't a vaccine, it doesn't work, the drug is failing, it's causing a lot of heart attacks and heart swelling and blood clots, and all these shots are really bad, and we need to pull these back. And, and England yellow-carded the vaccine with their advisory group saying pull it, but they still went forward. So it's the same story all over the world. 
where this is happening. Australia, New Zealand, Europe, the UK, Canada, the US. The regulators are all, whoa, this is really bad. They're like, you're just the top scientist. Even though these are pro-vax people, bought and paid for by Big Pharma, they've gone, whoa, 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 whoa. This is going to discredit vaccines for generations. That's a quote by the chief scientist at the FDA that quit three weeks ago. And then the panels voted the way they said they should. And they got overridden. And that's why the the two top scientists, number one, number two, at the FDA quit three weeks ago is they were told when the boards uh, say this shouldn't be given, we're going to override them. And they said, the political hack, who's not even a doctor at the White House, is going to override? They said, yes. And the head of Pfizer, he's your president. He's your God. He's your doctor. But even though your doctor can't make you do something, he can. And he is. So that's why Fauci came out three weeks ago when those two FDA scientists quit and said, well, that's nice, but it will be approved. And you will uh, give it to babies as well. Because he knew They don't care. They run things. It's tyranny. They know that the vaccine creates a spike protein in your body that is what is the COVID-19 and makes you sick. They know it causes autoimmune disorders. They know people that take two to three shots of this garbage within a cold season or two or three max will come in contact with a regular coronavirus and have a horrible autoimmune attack. Again, they used to grow, starting in the 70s, some vaccines on peanut protein. And you got millions of people, for the first time in history, violently allergic to peanuts. The first time after they had the inoculation, they get a little sick. But mom would feed it to them over and over again. And finally, if they took a bite of peanut, they die. It's the same thing. And I've had scientists on to describe it. There's a bunch of different disorders, but they could never make a cold virus vaccine. That's what this is because there's too many of them, and it makes your body later freak out, just like a bee sting. That's your body having an immune response. And so that's why the scientists say within two to three years, you're going to see mass death just from the autoimmune response. That's what killed most people with the Spanish flu back during the end of World War I, was not the virus, but just the body's incredible overreaction to it, freaking out. That's why with COVID-19, you take steroids, inhalable and uh, corticotypic pills, anti-inflammatory, and that's why it deals with it most of the time if it's early because it's an autoimmune response. Well, if you think that's bad, you wait down the road, and they know this. And then even the FDA scientists and CDC scientists and UK scientists are like, hey, uh, we better, EU scientists, we better not do this. We better stop. They're like, shut up with your boards that used to be in charge. Pfizer and Moderna, that's DARPA, they say full speed ahead. And, and oh, and talk about Australia. They're under lockdown for like 500 and something days. Coming up on 600. And that's what's coming here next. Australia is... Tomorrow's tyranny today. This is hardcore. Stay with us. General Lee, it's General Milley. I just want you to know that Trump tried to overthrow the U.S. government two days ago on January 6th. And I just want you to know I've taken control of the nuclear weapons. And if Trump tries to launch an attack on you, we'll let you know first the attack's coming. That is from the transcript. Then he called up Pelosi 
Schumer and others to say, I'm loyal to you. I'm going to protect Trump from using nuclear weapons. When Trump was going for detente with China and North Korea at the time, and Trump's responded saying it's a total lie. Pelosi's come out and admitted it happened. Hell, she bragged back on January 8th that it took place then and is saying that she honors Milley and that he's this courageous person. So are all these other Democrats. So this is the permanent deep state coup that's been in control for a long time, now coming out of the shadows publicly. Remember, these people literally hate you and your family. Now they're injecting you with poison, soft kill injections. Wake up, America, or be destroyed. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Big Brother. Mainstream media. Government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the Infowars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. All right, it is 7.30 a.m. in the morning in Sydney, Australia, one of the lockdown areas there in southern Australia. And Ricardo Bossi is the real deal. He was a commander uh, nationally of the SAS uh, during the whole Kuwait operations. And he is a uh, well-known uh, corporate advisor and leader in Australia. I'm not going to go over it all, uh, but he heads up Australia One Party, AustraliaOneParty.com. And I was already familiar with who he was because I follow world politics uh, you know, all over the planet, but especially, uh, quote, Western-style countries. Uh, and I've certainly wanted to visit Australia before. I have a lot of listeners there. But then I saw a very powerful video uh, that we put out last week with added pieces of news and, 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 and video clips of a statement he made about the fact that there is a war happening right now for the world. You can see uh, that report at Band.Video right now, a war for the world. And again, Greg Reese, one of our great editors, added some video and context to what he was saying. But Australia is where we're going to be. It's where Canada already is partially. It's where Europe is. And I have Klaus Schwab's own documents. I have Bill Gates' own documents where they admit this is their planetary uh, takeover. But Uh, Ricardo Bossi, with his whole uh, special forces background and uh, global connections, has really great gravitas to speak to this, and specifically with the terrible things the Australian police are doing, now backed up by the military. This is basically a once-free, beautiful nation turning into North Korea, in my view. And again, it's the same global forces doing it. So thank you for joining us, Ricardo. It's great to have you here. And uh, please give us the latest of what's happening uh, to the land down under. Hi, Alex. Thank you very much uh, for your kind invitation. And before we kick off, let me just thank you for your fearless and heroic uh, pursuit of the truth. It's been uh, nearly three decades for you, so, so this has been a long haul. So thank you so much. So what's happening down uh, down under? What you're witnessing is the rebirth of a moral, sovereign, and self-reliant nation. We've got to focus on this the right way. We know exactly what's going on. Look, as a soldier, I always ask people a simple question. Is the history of mankind the history of peace punctuated by war, or is it, or is it the history of war punctuated by peace? And depending on how you answer that question, will reveal to you your view and knowledge of history. Now. I'm a soldier, so I know that the history of mankind is constant war, punctuated by periods of peace because the right people step up and do the right thing. So please understand what you are witnessing, what the world is witnessing, is the rebirth of a moral, sovereign, and self-reliant nation. It's as simple as that. Now it's heard. 
It's going to hurt. There's, uh, there's going to be some pain. But if we see this the right way, we'll see exactly what the opportunity is. The moment we get fearful, the moment we think we're going to lose, we lose. The moment we know we're going to win, we win. Because that's, that's what happens in a fight. There's two, two, uh, two boxes going at it. And the one that decides it's going to lose does. Well, we're not doing that. We know exactly what we're doing. We have a plan. We're working the plan. We're being very careful about it. But um, the way I described it uh, in that piece was nonviolent, non-cooperation, the moral victory that we need to have in Australia and show the rest of the world what can and must be done. And so there's a short intro. This is a, a war without doubt, but it is the rebirth of our nation. Well, you're right. It's the rebirth. I totally agree with you because the globalists say that. They say Bolsonaro and the awakening in Europe and the U.S. and the U.K. and Brexit and, and Australia demanding its liberty and nationalist and patriot parties gaining more and more support. This whole worldwide lockdown, Operation Lockstep by the Rockefeller Foundation and the U.N., and their own admission is to counter the populist uprising they see happening. And, and so we have to see this as an opportunity and as the old corrupt system in crisis, I agree with you. So I get up here and list all these terrible, scary things, and sometimes people think I'm trying to scare folks. No, I believe that once people are faced by the evil, they'll want to stand up and do something about it. And that's exactly it. And this is where the globalists have misread the Australian people because they think the Anglophone world is, is this amorphous mass that responds identically, and we don't. We're very, very different. And what they see as uh, complacency in the Australian people is actually just a resilience. This is a hard country, and you've got to be hard to take it, and you can't afford to jump at every shadow. And so they see this, this complacency as, as uh, they see our, our lack of movement as complacency. It's not. It's just resilience. We are slow to anger as a people. We are very slow to anger. Uh, we're very tolerant people. Uh, but I can tell you when, <laughs> when an Australian gets their blood up, It'll start, and we're beginning to see it now. Now, the key point here is we have to win this for ourselves. We can't outsource this any further. And just like uh, and the analogy I use when I'm talking to my people is it's, it's similar to D-Day. We have to take Normandy. Now, the day we land on Normandy, we're going to need a lot of troops. You're gonna, I don't care how good your six people are. You can't take Normandy beaches with, uh, with six people, you need big numbers. And, and the analogy I use is if a 1,000 turn up, we have a problem. If 10,000 turn up, the police have a problem. If 100,000 turn up, then the politicians have got a problem. If a million turn up, we win because there are not enough police, there are not enough prisons to lock us up. So we got, we've got to take Normandy Beach. Now, having taken the beach doesn't mean that we're going to be in Berlin by next week. This has been an exquisitely designed and executed strategy over decades Decades and decades and decades, and we have evidence of that. Just like you have evidence, we, we, we like our evidence too. There's a document from 1980 from the Australian Senate, a Senate inquiry into the uh, implications for Australia of the new international economic order. And the book is quite, quite uh, clear. The report they wrote, February 1980, that we are fully engaged, the, the Australian nation apparently is fully engaged, and they're going to use every tool at their disposal, personalities, the news media, uh, the unions, everybody has to promote this new international economic order, which, as you know, which was just one of the steps down the path. And so this this very delicately, very exquisitely designed and executed strategy has penetrated every aspect and every uh, arm of the government. And so it's going to take us time to get through this. But once we get on that beach at Normandy, that's the toehold. Once we get there, we start moving across. And the people are learning that. 
And to quote um, uh, a famous American, Oliver Wendell Holmes, their hearts are being touched with fire. For the first time, the Australian people have to fight for their country on their land. Now, that's common around the world. It really is. But for us, no. We've been, we're very fortunate. Now, the upside of having a good, quiet life is it doesn't make for the toughest of people, but they are learning fast. And that, uh, that fire that's touching the Australian hearts, the rest of the world can see what we are doing. And we will win this peaceably, and we must. Because if, uh, if we had the arms which were taken from us, courtesy of one of our prime ministers after what has been called the false flag operation at Port Arthur, the, the damage it would do to us as a nation to take up arms against each other is something we don't necessarily want. So we want to do this peaceably, peaceably, and we want to do this morally, because that will allow us to win the peace that follows. And then this is just as critical to winning this war. Now, we're going to win this war. Of that, I have no doubt. We have the numbers, we have the strategy, we have the plan, we have the people. We can win this, because they cannot win without our consent. And we're, we're waking up. But once the war is won, we need to immediately transition into rebuilding and reforming this nation. And Australia One's already got that plan. We're working on it. We've been working on it for some time. So this, this seamless transition from war to peace is what we're working on. So it's going to be a, a great example for the rest of the world to follow, because as you say, I think you're right. We are the test case, but the globalists have misread us badly. They, you know, for an intelligent and, and uh, well-designed plan, these buffoons, these imbeciles, these moral cretins have misread their adversary badly. They should read a bit of Sun Tzu, I think. But they've, they've misread Australia and they've misread the world and they will lose. It's only a matter of time. When we come back, Ricardo Bassi, AustralianOneParty.com, uh, is going to continue to lay out what's really happening in Australia and, again, the rest of the world because this is a test. The UN admits it. it it's, it's in all their statements. So is Europe. So is the UK. So is Canada. And, and you're now seeing this come here. So we're going to talk about the fact that this is globalist. And if the people of Australia or America or anywhere else understand this is an outside foreign takeover, they will unify against it. But when it gets to like puppets like Biden or their puppet prime minister there, you have to understand they're just front people. We must unify and understand the lockdowns are directed by Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates. They are the enemy. Oh, you want to have a double-blind randomized placebo testing without what that means. You give 20,000 people the vaccine when it comes to phase two, phase three trials. And you give 20,000 people a placebo, and then you really look at health outcomes for a long period of time, not four weeks. A lot of these injuries, the autoimmune injuries, you're not going to see in four weeks. The cancer, you're not going to see in four weeks. And many of the neurological injuries, you won't see for four weeks. If the experience with other vaccines is instructive, you look at the other vaccines that are currently in the schedule, and there's about 400 injuries, illnesses, chronic illnesses that are listed. Robert Kennedy Jr. is just one of more than 40 powerful voices in the film COVID Land, exclusively available at covidland.com. And when you order it now, you get a free copy of Endgame, Blueprint for Global Enslavement. 
Finally, vitamin D3 and vitamin K that are both essential are getting the respect and the attention they deserve. We've got a great product. It's been out for six years. Winter Sun. Long before the big crisis came along, we were there saying, this is high quality. This will make you healthy. This will be better for you and your family. But what else doesn't get attention and needs to be looked at is vitamin B12. It is just as essential. It is just as important. And it is amazing. And it's not just about your immune system. It's about every part of your body. Uh, it's it's really a hormone, and it's what your building blocks of your entire body operate off of. So these vitamins are essential. Vitamin D3 and, of course, vitamin B12 go together like a horse and carriage. Do your own research. We've got the highest grades you're going to find out there, and they're taken under the tongue. It's key to put it under the tongue for about a minute and let it sit so your blood vessels absorb it. They're both available 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com together or by themselves at 50% off at 25% off. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. People say, where's the military? Where's the veterans? Where's the generals? Well, look at Bolsonaro taking his country back and saying we're under globalist attack. They control big pharma. They're trying to enslave us. That's really what's happening. Trump did that to a certain extent. Uh, Boris Johnson acted like he was a patriot, but turned out to be a double agent. Maybe they had too much dirt on him. But Ricardo Bossi is a great leader over in Australia. He's the type of man they fear. He's an author, speaker, consultant, and former Australian Army Special Forces Lieutenant Colonel, having successfully been selected for the Australian Special Air Services Regiment. Ricardo went to be appointed National Commander of Australian SAS Forces in Kuwait, as well as the Director of Future Capability Development in Headquarters Special Operations, amongst others. So just like General Flynn here fighting back as well, because he sees a threat, as well as consulting, and it goes on from there, and all the things advising the military, the Australian government. So he's in a perfect position to say to the police and military, what are you doing? But notice it's leftist-controlled cities that are showing the example for the rest of Australia and then the example of the world, just like leftist cities have done some similar things here, but the rebellion was so great they had to back off. So laying this out, I want to explain to everybody, Australia is tomorrow's tyranny today. This is an exact blueprint, as we've already laid out. That's why their fight is our fight. So this isn't like, oh, we just care about Australia. No, I care about my family and the country and the whole world. And we defeat the globalists in one Western country. We'll defeat them everywhere. Or if Australia falls like dominoes, we will fall. So, Colonel, please continue laying this out for people. Sure. Um, just before we uh, left the last segment, you mentioned about the, uh, the leadership of the Western world being puppets. And you're exactly right. And it is a little frustrating hearing people say Biden said this and, and Morrison did that and Dan Andrews, who's our Victorian Premier, which is like your state governor. These people couldn't find a beer in a brewery. I mean, they're so grossly incompetent. Exactly. And so even the language that people use when when we when, uh, the mainstream media and even the critics of the, uh, the leadership use their names, it's not them. They are puppets. We know they're puppets. They're, they're imbeciles. It's the party machine, and behind the party machine, you've got the backers, and behind the backers, you've got the real power brokers. And as you know, there are several layers. So we've got to really build a cat here and understand that these, these fools aren't running the show. Every, and the way I put, put it to our people, because what they are doing to us in a real sense is they want to foment a rebellion, and, and uh, they're very good at this. They want us to react 
in a in a violent way. That's exactly what they're after. That'll give them the excuse to get even more violent. Now, in analysing an enemy's actions, you try to see some underlying logic, and there is one, but it's not obvious to them because people keep saying to me, "Why are the police so rough? Why don't you know? Why are they bashing up?" Um, women on the street why are they why are they spraying old ladies in the street they want the response the globalists want us to push back in a violent way once that happens they will come down even harder it's it, it is as clear as day and that's why with this our, our whole response must be predicated on non-violent non-cooperation because we can bring them to a halt 24 million people and let's say there's a million crooks in the place that leaves 24 million of us, which is less than a tenth of uh, the United States population, but about the same area. Um, if we just stood and said no, we just refused to play the game, we'll still still be law-abiding citizens, we'll still, still do what we've got to do, but we just won't play the game anymore. There's, there's not enough police to help. Now, the other good part is the police are cracking, and so are the doctors and so are the lawyers. There's a, the, the wedge has started. And so, once again, the globalists have missed out. They're, they're trying to foment this rebellion. And, and so subtle is their plan. For example, the, the idea of a corporate entity, which is Australia, and a corporate entity, which is the Queen of Australia, there is some truth to that. But there's also a lot of misinformation because they're trying to G up all sorts of different responses to it. And so what we try to do is we try to stay above the, the, the nonsense detail and just focus on what's got to be done. And what's got to be done is the people have to, we've got to build our army. And um, my people get tired of hearing me say, you've got one priority, folks, build the army, build the army, build the army. So when the word comes down and we land on the beaches of Normandy, we just flood every square inch with peaceful Australians saying, no consent, no consent, and, no and, consent. And Mr. Bossy, let's explain how this works for people that don't know you're historically totally right. Because we put your video out, it got... 600,000 views on our site, 500,000 views, and, 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 and millions around the web once we amplified it was already popular in Australia. And fools saw it and said one of two things. Yeah, he's right. Let's start killing. Or they said, oh, look, he's like Q. He's trying to get people to be violent. No, you were very clear. You said no consent, no consent, no consent. Mahatma Gandhi, Martin Luther King Jr., copying Jesus Christ. Uh, that is what we're talking about. And, and, and then when they crack the heads, it hurts them not getting a physical war going, which destabilizes and collapses the country for several years, then they come in as the savior, overthrow the government, and the globalists put in their new government. Klaus Schwab has written books on this. The UN talks about it. We got IMF World Bank documents in 2002, the BBC did, Greg Palast, where they were planning all over the world to foment revolutions they controlled that then collapsed things. They'll put a communist revolution in for 10 years and then bring in something after it. So, so that's what they're trying to do. We have to understand the larger plan, unify Americans, unify Australians, unify all countries against the corporate globalist using simple behavioral psychology. So we pull up at the 30,000 foot view, we'll then understand it. But if we keep just thinking, bring a new puppet in, bring a puppet out, we're going to continue to fail. We've got to see the whole hidden image. And once we see the image, you can't unsee it. Is that what you're saying? Exactly correct. Thank you. You put that very well. And that's why one of the re one of our um, primary objectives, once uh, part of our plan to reform the nation, and and let me just let me just read this to you because this is critical in terms of understanding our understanding of the problem and therefore the solution. Our purpose is to save Australia, just like uh, your job is to to save the United States. So it's very clear to save Australia. How are we going to do that? We're going to create a moral political force that empowers Australians to reach their highest individual potential. 
so that collectively all can participate in the reformation of Australia. Now, this is key because this creates a foundation of strong-willed, strongly-minded individuals who then build the nation from the ground up. And that way they cannot impose anything upon us ever again. Now, you've, the United States has been through their revolution. We haven't. And so this is why it's brand new for us. But then we're working towards an end state. Now, this is all military planning, and this the, <laughs> I love the way the military does business. It is just unemotional. This isn't a not a, a marketing statement. This is a an end state, a checklist that we must achieve. So after empowering individuals to reach their highest individual potential and then collectively assisting to reform the country from the ground up, this is what we want to create. Australia as a moral, sovereign, self-reliant, Christian Western democracy, which is economically powerful, militarily intimidating, politically free, culturally vibrant, and socially cohesive. And that's what we're building. So every step that we take on this journey from where we are to where we want to be has to contribute directly to that end state. If it doesn't, it's out. And and uh, and creating a wound in the Australian psyche of, of a civil war is something that never really heals. And it's one that prudent leadership demands we avoid at all costs. Now, if we have to defend ourselves, I have no problem with that. My natural instinct as a soldier is to squeeze the trigger. I get it. All right. We lost his connection to the land down under where it's 755 Central. We will reconnect with him and get him on uh, to lay this out. And when he's saying Australia, you think America, you think United Kingdom, you think Germany, you think Mexico, you think Spain, you think South Africa, you think Nigeria, because it's the same globalist force doing the same thing. They want a civil war here, black against white. They want a civil war in Australia to then discredit the idea of nationalism and then bring in global corporatism. And this is what he's saying is the solution to all this. So again, Lieutenant Colonel Ricardo Bossi joins us again. His, his Skype has come back. What you're saying is, again, the the answer to everything. And I'm not just highlighting that because you're on the show and I like you. you. You are dead on here. And if we don't understand this, we're going to lose. If we understand it, we're going to win. That's correct. I'm not sure where I dropped out. Did I get to the end state we're trying to create? Uh, you know, we're going to go to break, and you're going to be with us 30 more minutes the next hour. I really appreciate that. And we've got more great folks from Australia joining us, former political prisoner and others. But uh, uh, yes, sir, uh, you started to get to it. But I want everybody to stay with us into the next hour where I'm going to try to give you the floor to really walk through all this because you've got a great military background and one of the top advisors to your government. And how you guys are going to behave will then be an example to everybody else in the world. But the minute we have left in this hour, how do people find you uh, not just in Australia, but around the world. How do people support uh, your fight? Uh, spread the word. That's the best you can do. Just spread the word, spread the word, build the army, build the army. Anything to build the army is what uh, will help us best because we need numbers, and I mean big numbers. We need we need millions of people in Australia, and we need tens of millions in the U.S. and around the world to stand up and just say no, and there's nothing they can do. AustraliaOneParty.com. Australia's fight is everybody's fight. We face the exact same enemies, and we are all in a human alliance around the world against this globalist force. But the globalist force is coming after the Western republics and, quote, democracies, because they can destroy those. The world will be under the New World Order's control. We'll be back with hour number two straight ahead. Stay with us. So the placebo 
that they have used, that the FDA has allowed them to use, has often been another vaccine. A vaccine with a known adverse reaction profile that's causing death and damage in its own right. That it's the aluminum as an adjuvant in the vaccine, a known neurotoxin, a known immunotoxin, a known poison in human beings that is in the supposedly inert placebo. Totally inappropriate. This is not good science. It is not science at all. It is an effort to cover up the true adverse reaction rates to these vaccines so that they can get through the low barrier of constraints put there by the FDA and onto the market. That is the only concern. Dr. Wakefield is just one of many informed voices in the film COVID Land. Secure your copy of COVID Land today at covidland.com. And if you order by October 6, you get a free copy of the film, Blueprint for Global Enslavement. Well, I get excited here because I became aware of the globalist plan when I was a teenager uh, because I had family that was aware of it and speaking out against it. And I had family that had worked in the government, in the military, uh, like our guest, Ricardo Bossi. They were telling me about the plan to end the United States, bring in world government. He was reading a document from the 1980s planning it. So this is the same global program. Some stations don't carry the short five minutes, a lot do. But uh, just specifically, Ricardo, uh, you're, you're, you're a very uh, a polite guy, but I'll jump in a lot if you don't just take over. You know, t- t- Tell folks exactly what you're facing, what's going on and specifically how we don't fall into their trap. And now we have a peaceful revolution of noncompliance versus being roped into a violent revolution. Sure. Um, the, uh, the, the, uh, what they're doing, as you've seen on the media, is confronting protesters. But what they're not showing you is the truth. And we have our own people out there which, which communicate what's going on. And you've seen uh, the reports of, uh, violent right-wing anti-vaxxers. Well, there's nothing right-wing about us at all. I mean, check our policies out. Um, and we're not violent, and, and nor are the protesters. So what happens is, what happened in Melbourne most recently, um, one of our major unions, the uh, the CFMEU, the membership is split from the leadership because they know the leadership are fully on board with the globalists. There's an individual called Sharon Burrows who used to be head of the Australian Council of Trade Union. That's the peak union body in Australia who's now signed up globalists living in Belgium doing uh, Carl Schwab's uh, bidding. So anyway, the, uh, the, the they're splitting apart and they were forming up and they started marching. The police, there were about three or 400 there. The police told them to move on. And the the construction guys are they're pretty robust individuals down down under, uh, as I guess they are in the US. And they just ignored them. And then three to four hundred turned into five thousand, turned into ten thousand, turned into twenty thousand. But if you watch the news, it sounded like there were three hundred uh, cranky anti vaxxers uh, throwing fists at the at the police. But it was completely the other way around. And so they're lying to us. But now, how do we raise? How do we? How do we raise this army? For example, the truth. The truth is what's going to do it. Let me give you one story that'll just get you riled. We have in Australia a 90-year suppression order, which conceals the names of 28 VIP pedophiles, including uh, a former prime minister. Now, this document is a police document. It was raised by Senator Bill Heffernan in 2015 in a Senate inquiry, and he sat alone because no other senator would be there with him. So we've got a 90-year suppression order, which nobody, no party, Liberal, Labor, Nationals and Greens, none of them have whispered because we know that that's their, one of their key tools for uh, getting the results that they want. 
whether it's the judiciary or the military or whatever. That's the part of the blackmail. Now, that's not the only one. There's another one that came out of South Australia, which is one of our Australian states, and there was a, a Mulligan inquiry, it was called, Justice Mulligan, and that has an 80-year suppression order. So pedophilia, this, 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 this golden thread, I shouldn't call it a golden thread, I should call it something less glossy, it's this awful thread that runs through the control. And that's how one of the main reasons, one of the main methods they have used to get a hold of the judiciary, the bureaucracy, the military, the academia, the media, everything. Uh, it's, it's that. And so get the truth out and we, we raise the truth as much as we can so people wake up and they realise there is a war and it is against us and the police are doing the bidding. Now, you mentioned um, why don't the police and the military do something. Alex, I've been looking for white hats in the ADF, in the Australian Defence Force, for a long time now and I can't see any. And I mean it. I've looked hard. In fact, they've even turned some of my former colleagues against me. I was a best man at one of my friend's wedding. He was another special forces officer, and they sent him up against me to get some intel to find out what I was up to. And so this is really Australia contra mundum, Australia against the world. They are, they are, there are no white hats. And uh, I have this little dream that when we get into power, and we will, that uh, I'll call up, uh, I'll look for a decent four-star U.S. Marine Corps general because they can see sea, air, land, and special ops fights. We'll bring them in on a five-year contract to Australia and we'll, he'll have one job, is to turn this woke joke, which is what the Australian Defence Force is, into a fighting machine again. And so we'll get him in. The other thing we'll have to do is we'll sack everybody from the rank of brigadier up. We'll be retired uh, immediately. Stay there. Back in 60 seconds. Ricardo Bossi, stay with us. I want everybody listening here in the United States on hundreds of radio stations and over 100 TV stations to please take notes and check out everything we're laying out and breaking down here on the Alex Jones Show on this live September 26th Sunday broadcast. Because all I read is what the UN and the Davos Group and the Bilderberg Group are putting out and the Club of Rome. It's all the same people that share it all and the CFR and the Royal Commissions, the Royal Institute of International Affairs. These are roundtable groups, and it's how the corporate British Empire controlled the world. But it's not the British Empire today, it, 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 but it used that skeletal system. And if we're going to defeat it, it's what Mahatma Gandhi did in India against that very empire. And what our guest said earlier is totally true. Australia is having its coming-of-age real revolution right now against the governor general and the, and the vestigial systems of tyranny. And they looked at the whole world and said, that's the best place to have our beta test to trigger our civil war, crush the people, and bring in total tyranny. Same thing that's happening here with no borders, no walls, the attacks on America, the racial division. All of this is demoralizing you. Putting in Biden, he's supposed to be hated. He's supposed to make the country look terrible because they want a collapse, but with them posing as the saviors. They're bringing in their world government. They're bringing in their world ID. So you see Australia with the military and the police and, and unmarked police beating up old ladies, arresting men, women, and children for going outside saying they're not essential. This is part of the takeover of the planet. And there's only one way politically, culturally, militarily to defeat this, and it's how he's talking about 
recognizing it's a foreign takeover, recognizing it's illegitimate, recognizing we have global solidarity with each other against this corporate new world order that uses socialism and communism and, and leftist garbage as a control system. We're not right wing. I agree with him. We're populist worldwide who want to get back to governing our own countries for the people, by the people, of the people. So Ricardo Bossi's here with us, AustraliaOneParty.com. And again, uh, he was a Special Health Services uh, Lieutenant Colonel, and he was also National Commander of Australian SAS Forces. Uh, he also was the Director of Future Capability Development and Headquarters Special Operations, amongst others. He can speak to the type of societal behavioral psychology takeover that wants to make it physical to radically reshuffle. And that's why they're building, quote, emergency camps for shielding in place. They have the same thing in Europe, same thing here. They say soon we'll put people that are healthy in camps to protect them from those that aren't and the anti-vaxxers. That's the cover for the internment camps they're building once they trigger the civil wars. So they have them here. They have them in Canada, Europe, UK, Australia, New Zealand. This is a formulaic operation globally. We must formulaically awaken to it and say no. I'm going to stop ranting here, Ricardo Bossi, but uh, you've got the floor of the rest of the segment the next to raise the alarm worldwide and explain again how we have victory without violence. Absolutely. Well, let's. Uh, you mentioned the Constitution, the Governor-General. Uh, in Australia, and, and this is part of raising the awareness, letting people know there are solutions to this. Let me give you an example. I wrote an open letter to our Governor-General, uh, whom I knew when he was a Lieutenant Colonel and I was a Major. And he has options open to him that the people are unaware of. For example, the Prime Minister and the Cabinet isn't mentioned in our Constitution. A national executive, federal executive is, is mentioned, appointed by the Governor-General. Now, if a government continues with unconstitutional behaviour, of which there is <laughs> sufficient evidence, without a doubt, grossly unconstitutional behaviour on, on any level, um, the Governor-General must warn the government of that fact. If they persist with their unconstitutional behaviour, the Governor-General has the right to dismiss the government. Now, nobody wants to do that that because it's, uh, it, it's unstable. It destabilises the, uh, the, the rule of law in the minds of the people. But he has the power. And, I mean, you can't think of a better reason to start maybe making some suggestions to the government about the constitutionality of their behaviour. But the Governor-General has the lawful authority. Now, imagine this. This is just one op option open to ending this immediately. The Governor-General has the power to warn the, the government to cease their unconstitu unconstitutional behaviour. Let's say it doesn't. Then uh, he dismisses the government and he may appoint for a period of three months anybody to act as, uh, to, as members of the Federal Executive Council. And they may then operate as departmental secretaries or in the US model, secretaries of state, secretaries of health, secretaries of defense, the cabinet. And so he, this could be ended tomorrow. He, he appoints some people, they fill in, and, uh, and they take over the running of the country. It's quite lawful because this was one of the checks and measures that was put in by our founding fathers to make sure tyranny was not allowed. Now. What advice is the Governor-General getting? Well, I can guarantee it's globalist advice. It's not the real advice. Now it's up to him. Um, he's been given the opportunity. There are opportunities now for him to take action. If he doesn't, like everybody else, he has signed his own death warrant because one of our other key policies is we're going to reintroduce death penalty for treason and sedition. And we got rid of the death penalty 70 years ago. 
and uh, and we're going to bring it back. And what's interesting is that the leftists are claiming that we're brutal and 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 inhuman for reintroducing the death penalty for treason and sedition. Yet these are the same people who allow the most egregious abortion, full-term abortion laws in Australia. In fact, the US has only just caught up to Australia. See, our, the globalist hands reach into every aspect of our life here, and we've had full-term abortion, partial birth abortion laws creeping their way across Australia for years now. And the Australian people don't know about it, they don't understand it, they don't believe it. But I, I need to get this out in full so people of Australia understand this. It is lawful in Australia at the point of birth for a doctor to partially deliver the baby so the baby's head remains inside the mother, so it's not born, inverted commas, by definition. The doctor then gets a pair of Metzenbaum scissors and jabs a hole in the back of the baby's head, cuts it open, inserts a vacuum pump and sucks out the living brain of a baby at full term. The baby is then delivered, but it's not called a baby, it's called medical waste. It's not given a birth certificate, a death certificate. It is then sold as body parts to corporations. Now, this is legal in Australia and allegedly called health for women. Now, if these people are such moral imbeciles that they can't see the difference between a morning after pill and a full-term abortion, and they have no place in polite society. And, and you're absolutely right. They, they know exactly what they're doing. And some stations just joined us earlier. You broke down how it's the same thing in Europe, same thing in the U.S., same thing there. They use pedophilia in government by by promoting pedophiles from the level of mayor up to uh, your Senate and other areas, and that your government had 80-year seals on that in the government. And if you look at the German government, 30-plus thousand children placed with pedophiles to then be leased out to politicians. We even learned the CIA would put pedophiles in charge over police departments and areas in Afghanistan and supply them with children. So, so this is a evil cult of pedophiles uh, that are at the heart of what we face worldwide. Yeah, exactly right. It, it's, it is worldwide. It is common. It is the way it's been done. And under, the people have to understand this. This has been going on since forever. This is not a recent innovation. This is, this is millennia old, these practices, child sacrifice, uh, the, the whole adrenochrome issue. This is not new. This is an ancient war. And look, we're not fighting just flesh and blood, as you well know. We are, we are fighting satanic forces by definition satanic forces and one of them the major means by which it is delivered is by the masonic lodges now the low-level masons think it's just a gentleman's club and you get to you know promote your business and do well but at the higher levels we know exactly what's going on it is satanic it is it is a, a blood ritual sacrifice that goes on regularly and then and i've been contacted by masons who who've reluctantly admitted we think you're right there's something going on something's not quite right but the masons have penetrated every aspect of australian society now given that given that case and i think i mentioned it earlier when when a body has is so riddled with cancer that if you try to cut it out you're going to kill the the host that's why the solution to this must be measured it must be careful because otherwise we're going to kill we will face a civilizational collapse now imagine if all the crooks put their hands up and say, thank you, you're all right, uh, we'll go away, the place will cease to function. So we have to transition from this Masonic-controlled Satanist cult to a point where they are removed and the country continues. Absolutely, and, and we've got to explain this when we come back. It, it, it's a mystery school. It's what intelligence agencies grew out of. It's, it's just a cult 
uh, that is in control worldwide whose ritual is abusing children, killing children, and it's real, and it's coming out. One city in Germany, 30,000 children taken from Christians, given to pedophiles for the government. We'll be right back. It's only been in the last 60 years that we've had satellites that can decently measure what's happening in the atmosphere. But if you look at all the different studies and reports about NASA and other governments and other agencies, they all disagree on what's really happening with the climate. The only constant, the only great truth is change is the only constant. So yes, climate change is totally real. But notice first they called it global freezing back in the 70s and 80s and then it's going to be global warming and when that didn't really happen the way they wanted it to, okay, now it's just climate change. But did you know that man-made climate change is a real thing when it comes to the United Nations and the Department of Energy and Bill Gates and the UN? They have weather control treaties from 1979. Bill Gates has been manipulating the weather for a very long time. In fact, back in 1994, two scientists won a Nobel Prize for an idea of spraying different particles out of jet engines to control the weather. So yes, man-made climate change is real. When Bob Woodward's new book came out, alleging that General Milley had called the head of the Chinese military and said Trump might nuke you, he tried to overthrow the U.S. government, but basically I'm protecting you and I'll warn you if we launch an attack, which was the greatest treason in U.S. history that has ever been committed. People said, oh, Alex, it must not be true. And I'm like, wait, Bob Woodward's former naval intelligence, he's a big insider globalist. He wouldn't have put this out unless they wanted to put it out to say that Billy was a hero to set the precedent that you can have a permanent bureaucracy, stay behind network, deep state, basically that has its own bureaucratic coup over America. That's why they put Biden in. He's so incredibly weak. It's to undermine the idea of the presidency. Well, people said I was making it up or that Bob Woodward was lying. Well, now Millie admits he did it. You see, I didn't need to trust Bob Woodward. I remember Pelosi on January 8th bragging that she'd gotten a call from Millie that he'd taken control of the nukes. So this treason was hiding in plain view back then, and we covered it. See, I have a memory, folks. I remember all this stuff. And that's why I know what's true and what's false. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. The answer to 1984 is 1776. Live from Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. I guess it's Monday morning there in Australia, and it's still uh, still Sunday here. Coming up, Monica Schmidt, been a political prisoner arrested for trying to organize businesses that said they would stay open. Only big corporations are allowed to stay open. Consolidate control. This is economic warfare on so many levels. Ricardo Bossi is our guest. He heads up Australia One Party, AustraliaOneParty.com or Australia One. And we've got about eight, nine minutes left here. Uh, what can Americans do? Because, uh, again, you're being attacked by the same globalist force. Um, what can people do in other parts of the world to try to free Australia and free other areas? Canada's in deep trouble. I mean, clearly, just expose the New World Order. But But what else can we do? Because... We know that they want to push everybody into violent revolution. That's why they tighten it down. It's why it gets worse and worse. We know they've built the emergency centers. If they were able to trigger a civil war, they say they want a post-industrial world. They say they want general society to collapse and depopulate. Well, I guess the globalists sit back in their mountaintop redoubts uh, and roast marshmallows uh, you know, over the flames that consume us. 
So, 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 so you've got a big military background at, at national global strategy levels. What would it look like if they were successfully able to trigger a civil war in Australia? Civilizational collapse. Because um, we're a very dispersed population. We're centre, centered in our major cities, so it's easy to contain us. And they've been working hard to uh, strip the rural areas of its population. And, of course, our policy is to reverse that. But they lock us up in the city um, and, they, and they'll just kill us. They will just kill us. They will just lock us down. Uh, fast track it from the actual, uh, let's say there's a violent response. The, the, those that take the violent actions are jailed. They will then impose even more draconian lockdowns on the entire country. And the Holodomor, which was the starvation of the Ukraines under the Soviet Union, millions died to the point of cannibalism. The Chinese communists twice uh, killed, I think, up to 40 million of their own people through um, famine. So these things are not unusual. This is not odd. This is not unexpected. This is exactly what they do. And that's why people have to understand their history. This is not bizarre. It is not beyond the realms of reality. Exactly. This is a communist... Great leap forward, cultural revolution playbook that we saw in the Russian Revolution. We've seen everywhere, and again, financed by the very same banks in Russia now financing this now. I mean, you're you're dead on. They are actually trying a collapse level event to get full control and depopulate. And that's and that is exactly correct. And there is no there is no real war. And let me just jump quickly. Uh, beware of the China threat. Is there going to be a war against China? Probably. Is it going to be a real war? Absolutely. Is it going to be necessary? No. It's a distraction. Is absolutely no requirement. It's just it was just like World War One, World War Two. It's good business. It's great business. Uh, the whole thing was was set up that way, and we're going to go through it all again. So again, if people knew their real history, they would recognise this for what it is. It is a lie. Everything they've been taught is a lie, and I understand the difficulty of accepting that. It is hard, but the fact is, we've got to. You said, you know, what can the world do? Re- reveal the truth. Reveal the truth. And, and communicate with each other internationally and share each other, share with each other the stories. It's, it's, it's paramount importance. It really is. There's one other thing the U.S. can do particularly because you've got the capability. And that is we're going to have some elections coming up shortly. And I'll bet my left marble that uh, it will be corrupted. We know that. It'll either be a, uh, a fake f- uh, postal election or it'll just be fraudulent. We know that. We haven't had an honest election in Australia for decades, and we've got the data on that as well. Books have been written about it. There's nothing unusual about that statement. So there will be a war. There will be an election. Um, monitoring. Now, we have, knowing that it's going to be a, uh, a crooked election, we have our own strategies and plans of what we're going to do. We expect it to be crooked. We expect to have, like you have in the U.S., an audit, and we expect the audit to reveal exactly what your audits are revealing, have revealed in Arizona and elsewhere. And so this is part of that slow process of legitimately demonstrating the lies of the, the globalists. So the US, because you've got the capability, track and monitor our elections when they're coming up. Now, it's, the next federal election is due in May next year, May 2022. It may be held sooner than that, but that's it. If we can, If we can get... And on, as honest an election as possible, we've got a chance. Even if it's uh, crooked, then we'll go through the same patient process as you have done and we'll audit, audit, audit. And so keep an eye on each other. We're, we're like a family. The Australians are looking at the Americans. The Americans are looking at the Australians. We're all looking at the Canadians, the Europe. 
this is, as you said at the very beginning, this is one human race and we are fighting for our collective survival. We have the same adversary applying exactly the same tactics. Australia is lucky. We're the first ones through the door. And as you know, the first one through the door always gets a blood nose. But as long as we've got a lot of people behind us, we'll eventually uh, we'll take the room. And so that's what we need to do. We need to come together as a global community and understand that whatever apparent differences we have, that the great majority of people are good people. They're decent people. We're not a cancer on the planet, as the lunatic greens would have us believe. Well, that's we right. We people. need to educate everybody that the, 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 the greens are a depopulationist elite movement. All of it is, is, is right out of Davos, right out of the globalist, and is the enemy of humanity. And they've got to be stopped. They will be stopped. That's it. And I've got a, we've, got, we've only got a, a couple of minutes left, but I'd like to just finish on this because I'm a, a good student of the U.S. Uh, War of Independence, the Revolutionary War. A couple of points. Washington at one point had no more than 20% support. So four out of five of the colonists were telling the Brits exactly where he was, and he still won. The point, the reason I tell that story is because we don't need everybody. We just need enough. We just need enough, and we can win this war. In Australia, that translates into 20%. That's 5 million people. We get 5 million. We win. Davos loses, and they'll never come back because we know exactly what we're going to do. Day one, we get control. We know exactly what our plan is. We've got it ready to go. The next point is, and I'll finish on this, and I'll let you wrap it up. The opening lines to your Declaration of Independence, the, the most beautiful political lines ever written. We hold these truths to be self-evident, and you know the rest. But those opening lines, as beautiful as they were, were irrelevant. They only had meaning and effect because of the last line. And this is what Australians have to understand for the first time in their lives, because we are fighting for our country for the first time in our lives on our own land. And here's the last line, which everybody should remember. We, com we uh, co collectively commit our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honour. And that's what we have to commit. That is the price of freedom that we must pay, that our fathers and forefathers before us paid. We have to be ready to do the same. We have to commit everything to this fight, everything, leave nothing on the table. Our lives, our wealth, and our sacred honor. And we are blessed and honored, as you said, to be in this position. This is a great turning. This only happens every three or four or five generations. This is a very special time to be out live. We are all brothers and sisters together around the world in this fight. And I want to thank you, Ricardo Bossi from AustraliaOneParty.com for joining us. Please give us updates as this develops, and you're welcome to file reports and send them to us. We'll air them here as well. And so God bless you, and thank you so much. Thank you, Alex. Extremely powerful. And we're going to talk to more folks in Australia straight ahead because the tyranny of Australia today is the tyranny here tomorrow. But we're going to win. This is a great opportunity. Great job to the crew. I'll be right back. And then Owen Schroyer's live in studio for two so hours. So if you understand that this is not FDA approved, it's totally experimental. It's never been given to human beings before. Some of the ingredients inside of these, of these shots have never been injected in human beings before. There are no long-term studies. We don't know what's going to happen inside your body somewhere four to six weeks after your second injection or four to six months or even two years. We have no idea. 
whether it's going to cause infertility, whether it's going to cause cancer, how bad your autoimmune disease is going to be. My conclusion, after looking at this for a long time and listening to the arguments for these masks, I, I've determined that if you believe, if you're a medical doctor or a scientist that, that's spouting using these masks, you're either being played or you're being paid. Secure your copy of COVID Land today at covidland.com. And if you order by October 6th, you get a free copy of Endgame Blueprint for Global Enslavement. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Here is Monica Schmidt, and then we'll go to this modern-day hero. I've just been pulled over by the cops, probably because I'm outside of my 5Ks, but um, we'll see what happens. So I just thought I'd put the live stream on just in case I don't know why I just took my seatbelt off that was stupid hello Monica Hi. how are you doing good you we're just from the Springvale police station sure. Uh, at the moment, we need to have a chat to you about um, a matter of incitement, so I need to place you under arrest for that, okay? Pardon? At the moment, you're under arrest for incitement. Have you guys been following me? You do not have to say I do anything, but I think you say to you, may report and give evidence. Do you understand that? Do you understand that, Monica? No comment. Okay. Please share this video as much as possible. Right. Monica Smith has Please just been arrested for just incitement. Can you for me, please? And the fine, we're sending that in half. So here is another clip of her, what she was arrested for. Here is the thought crime in the once free country, now known as not Australia, but new North Korea. Here it is. You agree with everything that we're saying? Me too. And so she tried to speak. They tried to arrest her. People stood up. The thugs trying to assault a woman. And they call that incitement because they she made them beat up that man and take him to jail. Incredible. Joining us again in the middle of the early morning is the lady, Monica Schmidt. Here's the headline out of the biggest newspaper in Australia. Anti-vax leader reveals engagement after release from jail. News.com.au, Australia's leading news site, uh, report she's been released after the Supreme Court said that she's being basically held for too long without bail, uh, but she still faces time in prison. Uh, so we really appreciate Monica Schmidt, and we really appreciate her joining us. Wow, just amazing times. Thank you so much for coming on with us. Oh, it's an absolute honor. I'm so excited to be on here. Thank you so much for having me. Well, they so tried to I- silence you, and it's not works. So you've got the floor right now to to just tell us what's happened in prison, where your country is, where this is going, and just everything that's happened. Sure. Well, I I will just set the record straight, Alex. Um, I was in prison for 22 days, not six months, although it did feel like six months, but I had a great legal team, so it wasn't too, too long. But basically, the bail conditions, Alex, well, I have a website with uh, almost 70,000 subscribers, which in Australia is um, really quite significant. And I'm also the vice president of a newly formed political party. Now, they actually wanted me to delete my entire website, 
in the bail conditions. So I was absolutely, it wasn't even a question whether or not I could sign those bail conditions. Uh, the wording was really interesting. It said, um, you must delete everything that incites opposition to the chief health officer's directions, which is anything that is to do with COVID. So basically what they were saying is, is not that I was inciting people to break show directions, but that I was inciting opposition, which is literally just me speaking out that I don't agree with things. Now, I don't know about uh, what you think about political parties, but it's pretty much a political party's job to oppose the current government. So if I had signed that bail conditions, my whole year of work, the 70,000 subscribers, the seven staff that I had uh, would have all been absolutely just deleted um, off the face of uh, the website. So I didn't sign it. On top of that, there was curfews in place for myself personally um, above any show directions. So I would, would have to be in my home at 7pm till 6am every single day until my actual hearing, which could be two years away. So I was absolutely not willing to sign that. So it was a really easy decision. But then, you know, when I was on my way to prison in a prison transport truck, I, I realized what I had signed myself up for. But um, look, it worked out really well. And I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't, I don't regret anything. And I wouldn't take it back. And it's, it's been really great for the movement here in Australia. It's woken a lot of people up. It's given a lot of people courage, because, you know, not everyone can do the same thing, because we all have different states in life and different abilities. But everyone can do probably more than what they're doing. And that was my calling at that moment. Um, I don't have children, so I was able to go to prison for 22 days and no one was um, seriously traumatised by that. So that was something that I could do for Australia to bring awareness internationally and locally to what's going on. The fact that someone like me, who has never been in trouble with the police, um, who's respected, I'm very well networked in the political um, scene in Australia and so forth. And so for someone like me to go to prison, I think it was a shock for Australia and, and internationally. And I'm I'm glad to have been given the opportunity to stand up for my for my rights um, because you know I would rather be in prison than to willingly sign away my rights, which at the moment Australians are obviously a lot of rights are being taken from us. Why do you think they picked Australia? Because this is all scripted. It's all a global great reset rollout. They admit it is uh, in, in in the Davos group announcements. That it, and, and we played a clip before he came on of John Kerry, the climate czar, saying, "Oh, this is a global corporate takeover." This is about carbon. This is about cutting carbon. We're going to have carbon lockdowns. And so it's all official that this was just using the virus to train you to live under a police state. The corporations of the world are, are establishing a Chinese-style dictatorship. Why do you think they chose Australia? And then after you comment, Simon can pop in on this. You guys are free-for-all. And why do you think they picked the South to be the most draconian of the most oppressive area? Well, it's obvious, uh, it's obvious that... Australia was picked because Australians are generally very laid-back people. Australians are very friendly. And they're very trusting to their government. Now, the Australian people uh, could never have prepared for this. They, could, they, they don't have guns, firstly, like they do in America. They're unarmed. And they trust their government. You know, they, we've got this she'll be right, mate, attitude in Australia. You know, uh, people here, they're more interested in watching the rugby or the football or the cricket on TV than uh, getting involved in politics. When voting is compulsory, a lot of people don't want to vote. They just go because they have to. So it looks like Australia has been the guinea pig for the rest of the world. In particular, the cities of Melbourne, where Monica Smith is, and Sydney, where I am, uh, they've been hit very hard. 
Now, they've targeted uh, their experiments and their attacks on the multicultural communities, on the religious communities. We know in Australia uh, that those communities have been targeted especially. They've targeted churches. They've closed churches. They've closed mosques. People are being denied the right to receive Holy Communion, to pray together, to uh, go to funerals. People can't say goodbye to their loved ones at the cemetery. There are people getting arrested at the cemetery. There are people that are you know, being denied uh, basic uh, medical rights. You know, they can't visit their doctor. They can't visit a hospital. So this now, is just an like exercise Australia. in total martial law. Uh, I want to get uh, Ms. Schmidt's take on that. Why do you think Australia was a beta test? Why do you think they targeted? Why do you think they targeted your town the most? I think that, um, and I and I heard Simon saying that we are very laid back people, and we've had it very easy. We um, for the last, you know, since uh, the Eureka Stockade, really, we haven't had to fight too much for our freedoms and for the the, the leisurely uh, life that we live. So I think we were perfect for it, and we're, we are very. She'll be right. Um, nothing really bothers us. We just, you know, we just grit it and we just keep going. Um, we're very friendly, and I think that's that's one of the reasons why. And I know that we're talking a lot about the the negative side of things, and it's true. We can't go to everything that we can't do, Alex, is to do with our health. Every single thing we cannot do is helping our mental state. So everything that helps us, communities, groups, um, exercise, everything is anti health, and it's to break us psychological, um, break us psychologically. So we're in a psychological warfare. I mean, you talk about that. We all talk about that. Um, sometimes it's easier when it's actually with physical weapons because then you can see the tyranny. But it's it's psychological, and I think the way that we're going to beat it is with with our psyche as well. So we have to have courage of conviction as a collective unit, country and world to actually beat them because what they're trying to do is beat us down psychologically so that we feel like we've already lost because if we think we've lost, well, then we're going to lose, aren't we? So That's right. I For those like who don't know, it's a standard psychological oppression to create mass depression and mass psychosis to put pressure on, take pressure off, put pressure on, take pressure off, but always squeeze down harder as you go. I'll tell you what's life and death. If you don't have freedom of speech, if, if you don't have the right to be able to communicate, then you don't have a future. Always when governments take away speech, they then enslave the population, and then they finally start exterminating the population. And America, the entire world, is going down the tubes because of the UN Globals Directed Great Reset. That's why it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air and that all of us stay healthy. That's why I'm offering a bunch of our best-selling products at 50% off for a limited time only until the end of the month of September. That's only about 12, 13 days as of the time we're taping this. And that means all of these amazing products. We have Ultra 12, highest quality B12, taken under the tongue. We have Winter Sun, highest quality organic vitamin D3, taken under the tongue. Amazing. We've got Knockout the Sleep Aid. We've got Hair and Beard Formula that's got all the vitamins and minerals as well, not just for your hair and beard. And we've got our great liquid turmeric formula, all 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. And it keeps us on the air. Take action, and I thank you. This message is not for our regular listeners who are informed and understand about the value of essential vitamins and minerals, meaning if you don't have them, you die long term. It's for new listeners. The power structure works around the clock to try to debilitate you and try to make you sickly. Please research because this is life and death 
vitamins that are essential and minerals that are essential. Just type that into a search engine. You will see the top universities, CDC, all of them telling you this. But you won't see this on the nightly news because they don't want you at the big pharma companies to understand how to protect yourself to a great extent from what's going on in the world on a routine basis. We now have back in stock Winter Sun, the highest quality vitamin D3 with vitamin K for your body's immune system. Back in stock, sold out for months. It is essential, it is vital, and it is 50% off. So you have no excuse but to get it for yourself and your family. Winter Sun, back in stock, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. This is a corporate takeover of our bodies and then to track and trace us for a neo-feudalist system because the world was rejecting their program, so they launched Operation Lockstep. I mean, I think it's clear you guys know that and you're victims of it. I think it's key to get the word out to leaders and others around the world, the people, that this is a war for the world. As another Australian said, this is a global corporate takeover of the planet. Please continue, Ms. Schmidt. Well, yeah, the, the vaccine passports, you know, so and what you said about uh, the uncertainty, it's it's a um, it's a weapon in itself. You, you don't know if you can go ahead with your wedding plans. You, you, sh- you can't even die because you might not be able to have anyone at your funeral. It's this con- constant not knowing um, what the government's going to do every single day. Tomorrow, the playgrounds might be closed. The next day, it might be open. And if it's open, you should be grateful because it used to be closed. But yet it's your human right anyway. So it's it's you're right. It's absolutely uh, it's, a, it's psychological warfare. It's so interesting. But these so the last thing my premier said in Victoria, Daniel Andrews, is um, that we've got this roadmap out of out of lockdown, right? So, um, and the exciting thing is, is by Christmas we might be able to sit outside of cafes, but we'll have to be vaccinated. Um, but that's absolutely illegal to um, enforce anything like that. But he just says these things and hopes that people just get vaccinated because they want to go to a cafe. But in fact, it's totally discrimination to not let someone eat somewhere because they don't want to take a medical procedure. But he just says it anyway. So um, it's that coercion. It's And especially no when the shot doesn't work and isn't a vaccine and is a gene therapy and the countries with the highest vaccination rate have the highest illness rate. And, and then Australia had almost none of these illnesses. Uh, but now you're getting all these weird illnesses like everybody else now that they're taking the injections. I mean, this is just, an, again, a crazy corporations with a world government plan going for broke. Sorry, please continue. So, yeah, so basically, it's a, like I said, they're trying to break us. That's that's everything that I can say. They want to take everything away from us that makes us happy. Um, connection is the number one reason why people don't get depressed. It's the number one reason why people are depressed because they don't have enough connection. So they are trying to basically make the entire nation of Australia depressed so that we will do whatever they say. Now, tyrants don't negotiate, okay? So when when the people find a way around the system, which they have in Victoria, they set up cocktail a cocktail route around the city that was all outside and people were wearing masks and everything. And our premier said, you can't do that. You can't drink cocktails. You have to, you know, and, and so these tyrants, they actually get worse um, the cleverer the people get. So they're just trying to break us and we're not going to break Alex. So they can do whatever they want. Um, exactly. Try trying to, to break you for work. what though, to accept the carbon tax, the ID, the digital app. But I mean, it's so damn obvious. Klaus Schwab says we will make them very angry until they submit to great reset. As if we don't know he's the one doing it for the great reset. Uh, Simon. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, in regards to what can be done, I mean, the Australian people are doing whatever they can do. Uh, you mentioned something earlier, Alex, which has really sparked my interest. And I know a lot of our Australian viewers uh, would be very, very grateful for this. You said that uh, you're willing to go to the Australian embassy in Washington and uh, do some kind of a political protest. Now, I just want to underscore, and I'm sure Monica would agree with me here, and so would millions of Australians who are going to be watching this, that is such a great thing. That is exactly what we need. We need for uh, our friends and our allies overseas, especially the Americans who are very close to Australia, to point the finger at the Australian government and say, no, this is wrong. What you're doing is wrong. It's against all you know, uh, um, the values of uh, Western civilization. It's against Christian values. It's against the basic principles of freedom and uh, human rights. So uh, just maybe a counter question to you, if you could, if you could take this opportunity to evaluate, and obviously there'll be many other millions of Americans who potentially uh, could visit the Australian embassy, visit the Australian consulate, you know, bring the American flags, bring uh, whatever Aussie flags, bring signs. We would love to see that. Absolutely. You know, well, I mean, when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And it may take a couple of weeks because I want to build this up. I may go to New York. You know, I thought about going and protesting because Bolsonaro said I could interview him in um, in Brazil. And then I didn't think, oh, he's there. I should have gone and interviewed him. But I was in D.C. for the January 6th protesters uh, that a bunch were nonviolent, still held in solitary confinement. And so I didn't go to that. But I could either – we could have a protest at the U.N. And there's also an Australian consulate – I know in New York, or we can do the one in D.C. or do both. But, yeah, we need to get everybody out to do that because that's something the press is going to cover. And they're, they're watching and testing again in Australia and in uh, the 50th state of Hawaii uh, as well is under a, a very draconian system. So they love islands because you have nowhere to run. We really need the international community to step up here. Look, Australia has been... Uh, helping countries all around the world. Our troops have been going overseas. Australia's been, you know, donating money and aid and, you know, for all sorts of natural disasters and so forth. Australia's never really asked for help. You know, the Australian people right now... Sir, you're under globalist new world order takeover. It's a scientific test. You are us. You're like part of our heart or our arm and we are yours. They're attacking me right now when they attack you and when they threw uh, Ms. Schmidt... Uh, into that gulag. Can you speak to that? This is only the beginning. Um, they've been putting people um, uh, on incitement charges for a year. So this has been their tactic to actually silence people who have a platform. So you would have heard of Craig Kelly as well. Um, he's, a, he's a political member of parliament. He was taken off Facebook. Um, he gets slammed in the media all the time. So this is just the beginning. Um, they're trying to obviously stop people from speaking out of fear that they will get um, treated really badly from the media and so forth. And then, of course, with the protests, as the days went on, the police got more and more brutal, um, seemingly to try and scare people. So this is just the beginning. And tyrants don't negotiate. They just get harder. So it is going to get harder. This is not the end at all. So anything America can do would be absolutely fantastic because I don't know Maybe some people are going to have to die for this. You know, it's getting really serious here. Um, the protesting is is it's it's very violent, and it's not coming from the people; it's coming from the police. But um, it, the people have to uh, defend themselves as well. So it's a very difficult situation here, and I would love to be able to stop that from happening, uh, escalating into 
into actual violent, like actual death and things like that. But it's it's heading that way, unfortunately. All right, uh, now going to final comments. Take as much time as you like. I was talking over you earlier, and I'd like to put a promo out with you. You know, uh, saying Monica Schmidt that same thing you said. They want to break us. They're not going to break us. And of course, I started interrupting like I do because I get so excited. Restate that for us, then make any other great points you'd like to impart to several million people that are going to watch this. Sure. Well, thanks for the opportunity. So, look, the tyranny and the violence from the police and the obvious um, draconian measures of the premiers are. They're obvious. You know, you can see them in black and white. But what they really want to do is break our soul and break our minds, break our will, because then we're very easy to control. You know, it's like with the vaccine. If you don't want to take it, but you take it to um, go to cafes or to appease your government or to keep your job, you lose a little bit of your soul every single time you do something that you know is against your uh, conviction, basically. So every single method, every single thing that these premiers are doing are really designed to break our soul, just like an animal or or a dog or like, you know, how they train elephants um, in those tourist countries. Um, it's all just psychological. So for me and what I realised in, in prison and um, what I did with, uh, you know, utilising my courage of conviction is it actually beat them in that moment. They, they tried to silence me and instead of silencing me, they actually made my voice international um, and bigger. So it actually did the exact opposite. So what I realised in prison, Alex, is one of the biggest thing I realised is that uh, courage of collective courage of conviction is going to be the only way that the world is going to beat the uh, agenda. Now, obviously, you've said the agenda is in full swing. It has been for decades. And we are definitely behind the eight ball because we were all enjoying our lives and families and our communities and not thinking that this would happen in our lifetime and maybe a next generation would have to deal with it. But here it is. It's not our fault that it's here, but it is our fault to do something about it. And the only way that we can is to have our own individual courage of conviction in our own states in life, in our own lifestyles, with our own abilities. Everyone can do more. That's what I did. And this is what you're doing. This is your this is your role in the fight, Alex. And everyone has their own role, whether small or big. So for me, it's if you want to get them, you know, if you want to spite them, then have courage of conviction and just say no. And guess what? You'll love it. You'll feel super empowered and you'll become a better person for it and you'll never look back. So that would be my last comment, Alex. And we will win. I believe we will win. Beautifully said. Thank you again. What time is it in your uh, region of Australia right now? I think it's it's quarter past five. <laughs> okay. So the birds are about to wake up. All right. Well, I hope to someday visit you when Australia is a free country. I always wanted to do it. I've just been so busy in the fight here knowing this was coming because it's in their own documents. I'm sure you've seen this, but Klaus Schwab says we're, we've captured all the democracies. We've captured the countries. So he's diametrically opposed to your reignite democracy movement. And so it should be quite easy if you just explain to people this is an outside force and everybody should duplicate what you're doing in their countries like Canada and, and blue cities in the U.S. and Europe uh, and should create these registries of people that stand free and open to band together their strength in that. All right, Monica. I really want to thank you. Congratulations on getting engaged. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> thank you so much, Alex. Have a great day. Thank you, Monica Schmidt. Wow. The answer to 1984 is 1776. InfoWars has been banned, arrested, 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 arrested. attacked.
attacked and threatened because we are effective. The Great Awakening is here. Go to band.video, download the videos, and share. Support the information war at InfoWarStore.com. And never give up the fight. InfoWars.com